2: SportsGrid.com, betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering, real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's been it
3: in free Friday for us, doling out minutes on the mahogany, waxing it up, 100, 200, bad, see the bad, double, bad, attitude, bad, 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 odds. bad, We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Verona Palacio, right across the river through the woods from where Granny loves a little Dutch treat hybrid in New York City. Big Apple. Ooh. People dressed in plastic bags, to directly traffic, some kind of fashion shake it up. Should do be. I'm finna come up with a bunch of party of rats on the west side, bed bugs down What a mess. It's out, it's out of my brain splattered all over Manhattan. It's only rock and roll, but I like it. Yes, I do, but I like Yeah, yeah. Oh, woo, woo, I think I might have caught something from Keith. Should do be. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's good? You? I'm Pharrell, along with your boy. Carver High this afternoon, Mafia running it with Luke, I am your father, a birthday roll call, Connor McGovern, 26, Kenny Galladay, 30, Colin Kaepernick, 36, Lamar Woodley, 39, Pekka Rene, 41, Carlos Dansby, 42, Damian Woody, Big Wood, 46, Armando Benitez, 51, Paul Quantrill, double nickels. Howard Ballard, 60. Brady Hoke, San Diego State, son, 65. Phil Simms, 68, my boy. Dwight Evans, 72. Larry Holmes, 74. Badass. Ken Holtzman, 78. Happy birthday, ah, happy birthday, The Steelers beat the Titans last night in the place the Steelers play. 20-16, to 16, they get it done with a late Johnson TD from Kenny touchdown. I thought the Steelers sucked so bad. I thought the Steelers get rolled by everyone offensively. They can't score points. They can't do anything except they're 5-3. We got the Johnson tutty plus Mike Tomlin, our favorite. Now, uh, as I said, they've gained fewer yards than every opponent in every game. They're the first team to ever have a winning record that's had those numbers. Cole Holcomb, done. Knee surgery, blown out knee. His own teammate did it to him. And we got Tyreek Hill talking about the Chiefs uh, facing him for the first time with the Fins in Germany. Sprechen Sie Deutsch, alvita's and Guten Tag. We welcome our radio affiliates. SiriusXM XM Channel 159, good to have you with us. Plus, Sports Byline and their radio affiliates out of San Francisco. D-Pac holding it down for us. And or 1090 ESPN Radio in San Diego. Near you wanna do ya wanna? Andy Reid talking about uh, it's tough to slow down the cheetah. We'll hear from the Chiefs coach. Plus, Marenzi this hour from Vancouver. Dak on the importance of the matchup with the Eagles at the link. Plus, Jalen Hurts talking. Dallas and Philly, Sunday afternoon in for Philadelphia, Joey Silk on the Bills coming to Cincy in the jungle Sunday night. Buffalo and the Bengals. Lamar doesn't care about his record against NFC teams. Seattle and Baltimore in the Charm City Sunday. Deshaun will start. We got him talking. Plus, Jonathan Gannon on who is Arizona's quarterback this week. They're in Cleveland at the pound. Derek Carr breaks down the Bears D. Chicago going to Bourbon Street. Art Smith refuses to say why he switched to ice cold Heineken. Isn't it simple? Everybody loves an ice cold Heineken. Drake London out with a groin injury. Minnesota at the Benz in Hot Town. Atlanta G. Yang, 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 yang. Plus, the Sharp report today. The mad scientist will break down Colts, Panthers in Charlotte. Danny dimes excited to be back for the G man, G man, big blue. They're going to Sin city to make it a hub, beautiful hell. Hello Vegas, baby to take on the Raiders of Antonio Pierce. Now Tampa's in Houston, Matt Stafford. will be a game time decision for Rams pack at Lambeau Washington's at Gillette in Foxborough. Dr. Shivago joins us today. Dr. David Chow from Sports Injury Central to break down all the injuries around the league and et cetera, et cetera. We'll get you ready for Sunday Pain Day from the injury stand. Uh, there you go. Uh, Davis Lee Rothmatic also today on C2C from Fantasy Sports Today. He'll give us his favorite picks for tonight. And we'll see about the fallout from baseball. And where are the big free agents going to go? There's only one that matters Otani. Tonight's college football games, BC and Q's at the dome, and even Colorado State, Wyoming, and Laramie. I'm expecting snow or something, right? Every time you play there, you got problems. Nick Saban praises Brian Kelly. I don't know why LSU hasn't done anything this year. They're playing Alabama and Tuscaloosa tomorrow, Washington at USC at the Coliseum and la, 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 lipstick city, Notre Dame and Clemson, Kansas state and Texas and Austin Mizzou between the hedges at Sanford stadium and Georgia will be waiting for them. Mike Gundy says bedlam used to mean something. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State for the last time, the last bedlam at Boone Pickens in Stillwater on Saturday. We got Ohio State and Rutgers, Texas A&M and Ole Miss down in Oxford, Arkansas and Florida and Gainesville in and the swamp, Wisconsin, Indiana, Bloomington, Arizona State and Utah, Rice Army and Air Force in Rotto, FSU and Pitt in the Steel City. And then you got more than that. Penn State and Maryland and College Park. Vodtag is at Louisville. Cal in Oregon at in Kansas at Iowa State and Ames. Purdue going to the big house. Kentucky and Mississippi State and Stark Vegas. Oregon State and Colorado and Boulder. UCLA in Arizona and Arizona in Tucson. We got the Big Ten announcing the 24 schedule. The Big Ten ADs demand discipline against Uh, Jim Harbaugh, they want Harbaugh to fry for the sign stealing scandal, which gets deeper by the day. They're definitely in the quicksand. Rick Sermonello, our boy, is going to break down what's happening in college football Saturday from the Maxwell Club with the Maxwell Minute. How about the Spurs last night? Dealing on the Suns again in Phoenix. Two straight, they beat them in Phoenix. It's embarrassing. Victor Wemby, your boy Wembenyama, a career high 38, a late three dagger to ice it. How about this guy last night, just absolutely going off from outside, from inside, attacking the rim and throwing down thunderous dunks, reverse dunks, tomahawk dunks. How about the one they threw him on an alley-oop, he caught it backwards and put it in. I mean, this guy is an absolute menace to society. He cannot be denied. He's been in the league five minutes, and he's dominating the likes of Kevin Durant. Dominating the likes of Kevin Durant. You saw it with your own eyes. The Sixers beat the Raptors 114-99, and absolutely no one cared. Pelicans over the Pistons big and a cover. Magic beat the Jazz on a late Bancaro layup. Harden felt the Sixers playstyle held him down. He has burned every bridge he's known. He has forced his way out of four teams. And we're still listening to this moron that couldn't win a game six or seven if it hit him in the face. We got games tonight. How does a seven pack sound? The start of the in-season tournament. Jason Kidd won't coach tonight, he's sick. We got hockey tonight, a couple games, plus a double shot of Adam Kaplan, a constant
2: talent. SportsGrid.com, betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering, real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
3: It's smarter to be on Sports Grid. Have you gotten the uh, Sports Grid app yet in the Play Store for Android or iOS? It's free. You're going to love it. It's incredible. It's got it all. You can follow your favorite hosts like Carver High and get every clip he does all week long. Plus, you can watch the network on the app. You can listen to the network on the app. Great videos, stories, highlights, stats, analytics, odds, in game odds. It's all there for the taking. And it's free, like I said before, on iOS and on Android in the Play Store. Check it out. Go to uh, sportsgrid.com slash watch to see the many platforms that you can find. SportsGrid. All right, Carver High. My Steelers got it done for Blue last night and his son the virgin voyage for his young son sitting in the seats i saw many photos of them partying during the steelers 20 to 16 win and cover against will levis and the titans i will say this uh this guy levis means business i think he's starting to i just totally change my opinion of him uh those guns of his i mean this guy's big he's ripped uh, now I see why they drafted him, uh, his size and strength. I know he never won anything. He never won at Kentucky. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, they won uh, some crappy bowl game when he was there. Uh, but the bottom line is this. Uh, in these two games, I would never play Tannehill again. That'd be the end of it.
5: I wouldn't play Tannehill again either. And, look, and that was a tough spot for him. We thought it was going to be. Short, week, road, et cetera. Um, wasn't terrible. Uh, that was a tough ask at the end, uh, to try to go the length of the field against the Steeler defense that knew he was going to be throwing the football. Uh, they did not get it done, but the Steelers, Scotty, they do get it done 20 to 16. They pull it out in the fourth quarter. Once again, I told you yesterday, we had to keep an eye on Deontay Johnson. Hadn't had a touchdown since week 17 in 2021, That was when Big Ben was still throwing touchdown passes for the Steelers. Now, touchdown Kenny is finding Deontay Johnson on Amazon Prime.
6: (laughs) Pick it to the end zone. Touchdown, and there it was. Deontay Johnson finally gets into the end zone.
3: Well, uh, he needed that. Uh, Like, people need water. All I know is uh, that was a nice drive. 92-yard drive, and he had a a couple of great throws again uh, in the fourth quarter of games. He did it last year in the last nine weeks. Uh, They won seven of the games. He was throwing ropes to beat the Ravens in Baltimore in the corner of the end zone with a great throw. Had some great throws last night. The throw to Johnson in the corner was easy. He was wide open, but down the sideline when he hit him, On that third down rope, uh, that was impressive. All I hear about is how awful they are. Uh, Today, all I hear about is they don't matter. Uh, They could never beat anyone that matters. Their offense stinks. Uh, They don't score. And all they do is win. They're 5-3. and So you can have it any way you want. So they uh, aren't pretty. Uh, Are the Jets pretty? The Jets and Steelers kind of remind me of each other. Young quarterbacks, tough, physical, violent defense, and a pass rush, and a little bit of a running game. When they get Warren and and Najee going, which they did last night, the opening drive they went down, he had a 10-yarder, and he went over that Warren Sharp under 12.5 run with a 20-yarder later in the game. I thought Najee looked good last night. I thought Warren looked good last night. Meanwhile, everyone thinks the Steelers are awful uh, as they sit right behind the Ravens in the north in second place
5: yeah when you're five and three you're five and three it is what it is like you get you know you want to poke holes in it you can go ahead and do that uh but they're in the mix uh halfway through here that's for sure let's hear from Tomlin as we always like to do proud of team Scotty but not as proud uh with all the penalties uh that they took last night He's
6: excited probably. about the win um obviously um it could have been cleaner uh, first and foremost from a penalty perspective um part of being a tough team to beat first is not Kicking your own butt, man, and, and we kind of been doing that some, and we gotta own that. And so um, we will. Uh, we'll review it. We'll learn from it. We'll look at it. Hell um, we'll, yeah. We'll bring some officials into our practice setting in an effort to to be cleaner because uh, that was catastrophic, really, in a lot of instances to our efforts tonight. Um, but I'm appreciative of the fight. Um, we needed this one, uh, and it's good to get it get it on a short week and be in the clubhouse, man, on a Thursday night with the necessary victory for the week, and so excited for them. Uh, we'll rest up, man, take advantage of the long weekend, and, and 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 begin our next process.
3: So it's so funny to me how. Uh, these morons in Pittsburgh, and believe me, I'm from there, I'm a moron too, but uh, they, they've wanted this guy fired every day for the last, like, 15 years. Like, they've just, every time they have a uh, failure of any kind or a loss or any kind, they don't play well, they blame Tomlin. Now they're into the blame Canada for everything regime in Pittsburgh. All they do is blame everybody. Uh, they want everybody fired. And uh, this guy, Tomlin, who's never had a losing season, this guy is so deep in Rooney's pockets. I mean, he's so deep in there. He's like a piece of bubble gum stuck to the uh, pocket. You're just not getting it out. You're just leaving the bubblegum in there forever. It's never coming out. Uh, all I know is he's not going anywhere. You don't like him? You know what you need to do? Go move to Texas tax-free and root for the Cowboys, you sissies.
5: You mentioned about them having fewer yards in every game this year than their opponent. Who cares? They're five and three. Uh, they did have some bad news, Scotty. Linebacker Cole Holcomb uh, finished Uh serious knee injury. Not a- Did you see
3: that hit on his knee? Like his kneecap yeah. literally went through the back of his leg.
5: Those are one of those ones that uh, they don't show it again uh, on TV yeah. after it happens. They stay away. you got to go dig on social media uh, to find the clip of it actually happening as opposed to seeing it again live. So the Steelers win 5-3 and three to start off. He, he was playing on nine.
3: 85% yes. of their snaps this year. He's He, he had done a great job, that white boy linebacker for the uh, Steelers, and that's a huge loss for them. And now Quan Alexander took his place and had yeah. the pick that ended the game.
5: Uh, And it's like they get a guy back, they lose a guy, right? You know, they lose Minka, they get Cam Hayward back. Now they lose this guy. They got, it's just, it's tough the way that they haven't had, they've been pretty good and they haven't had everybody out there at once since the season started. And that's unfortunately going to continue for them. So Steelers are up 5-3. They are a winner to start week number nine. Let's start to get into this week. And there are some heavy hitter matchups On Sunday, Scotty. It starts early. Uh, Get the breakfast bagel out. 9.30 a.m. In Germany. Yes. Uh, Get the Wiener schnitzel. Let's go. The Chiefs and the Dolphins kick off. Let's do Tyreek now, and I'll give you Andy Reid later on when you're done with Gabe. Of course, this is much anticipated. First time Hill is facing the Chiefs since the trade a couple years ago. Here's Tyreek.
7: Doesn't really matter where we play at.
0: I mean, obviously, it would have been great to play in KC, but... It really doesn't matter where we play at. You feel me? They gonna get this work wherever though. Look, y'all ready to use that? My boy Miko called me the other day, so I'm really excited to see him. Excited to see Pat, Kelsey, things like that. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be trash talk, but it's gonna be fun though. It's gonna be like, you know, um, I want I want to see you do good, but we gonna bush your ass at the same time though. Like it's gonna be one of those things, like
7: backyard football with your brother. (laughs)
5: <laughs> yeah, Tyreek. You can't
3: stop him. That, I mean, no. that's just all there is to it.
5: And they've never had to before. This is the first time they get a crack uh, at trying to stop him. And I got to They're not going to stop go me either. So well, for them. I don't think they're going to stop me either. I'll give you the numbers for this game and Andy Reid's thoughts on seeing Tyreek after you talk the game.
3: back with us again, just like he ought to be. Uh, check out Sports Rage, 10 o'clock Eastern weeknights on Sports Grid TV, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Byline Affiliates, and, of course, Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in San Diego. Uh, so last night, Marinci, uh there were 12 hockey games. Swear on my life, I hit 10 of them. I bet money on Boston and New Jersey And what I wanted to ask you about was it was 10 to nothing Canucks on the Sharks. I mean, the beating they put on them last night, you got to be kidding me. How awful are the Sharks? And now that I've seen that, it's like I want to bet against them every time they're on the ice.
8: Well, if you remember, Scotty, yesterday I brought this up that the Vancouver Canucks have beaten the San Jose Sharks now 10 straight times, it's been nine straight. Teams in the in the Pacific Northwest, and I don't care what sport, what league it is, they're not going to get the same attention that other teams get. And the Vancouver Canucks are a class, classic example of this. Now, San Jose are bad, bad. People thought they were going to be the worst team in the National Hockey League, and, man, are they living up uh, to it right now. <laughs> but this isn't the first time Vancouver have done this, Scotty. Right? And I thought it was a little bit much, but what are you going to do in hockey? It's kind of... You know, you're in a tough spot in hockey. What are you supposed to do, just dump it in, you know, over and over while the other team is going at you? And I heard someone say, you know, had a great line about, uh, you know, the, the, the Canucks ran the score up on the Oilers earlier in the year. And Connor McDavid was raging after the game. We're going to remember this. They had their number one power play unit up when they were up 7-2 and all that type of stuff. And the Canucks brought up, they say, hey, these guys are starting fights with us. So it's not like they quit. He said, so, you know what I mean? If you're going to keep fighting, and that's what was going on last night, but Vancouver are a dangerous team right now, Scotty. Boy, Rick Tockett, this guy's got a chip on his shoulder, man. You know, remember the way this guy played? Things didn't go his way as a coach before in Arizona. Remember? He was there. That's where we had the betting. The NHL had their own betting scandal. Rick Tockett's such a cool dude that not only is he a hell of a hockey coach, Scotty, he can get a bet in for you on Monday Night Football uh, if you need. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and evidently, you know Wayne and everybody else was. So we remember how that ended. They weren't very good, and a lot of people wondered when Talking got hired in Vancouver, why? Like, really, what the guy was in Arizona? There was a scandal. Oh, you know what? What? Why? Like, he's not a right. great coach, right? He comes in, replaces Boos Brewdro, bro. It's like he has the mentality of the team. They have his mentality. The they all have something to prove. Yeah, like talking's got something to prove to the world that I'm a good hockey coach. I can coach hockey. The guys on Vancouver were known as kind of soft. Bunch of Swedish dudes. Yeah, you're finesse guys. You score right. soft. And now, now, Scotty, they're beating teams 10-1. You're like, who's soft now? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. their attitude. They beat the Oilers twice already, bro. This is a fun hockey team, Scotty, the Vancouver Canucks. How about
3: Vegas. and the same thing goes for Boston. 9-0-1, you said yesterday, never bet on Toronto against Boston. I bet on Boston in the morning before you came on. I already knew that language. And then they got it done in a shootout. And then you look at the Devils, they're 6-2-1, but those Hughes brothers are absolutely lighting it up.
8: It's funny you say it. To sort of backtrack a little bit, but there's another Hughes brother. He's the captain of Vancouver Canucks, Quinn Hughes. Yeah, great yeah. defenseman. These guys are unbelievable. They're like the should be the Hughes cast, like the Manning cast. The Hughes brothers right. are taking over the National Hockey League. But great young, great young American hockey players. Man, I tell you what, like the USA Hockey, bro, have done such a good job, Scotty, over the last ten years. Team Canada and Canada hockey is busy in court paying off like assault victims and covering <laughs> things up. No, no, it's just it's just constant. It's like a daily court case, a daily lawsuit, daily cover up, daily really? scandal. Really? Meanwhile, the US program is just putting it together and, and you know this this goes back. I remember there's a big Pee-wee hockey tournament, like twelve year olds in Quebec City. It's the biggest like um, you know, it's like the Little League World Series type of deal of hockey. Right. Right and a team from California won, like, 15 years ago. That was sort of the start. You know what I mean? Going back to it, Scotty, Wayne Gretzky going to the LA Kings really yeah. did build hockey in the United States. Like, they, you know, right. the Northeast already had it, but you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, Austin Matthews is from Phoenix. You got guys, Tate Thompson, you got all these guys in the NHL that are good from California, from Arizona, from Arizona. Like, the the, the the Vancouver Canuck goalies from California. Like, dude, there there's a ton of American dudes in the league. I
3: was there when they traded him. Uh, when he went to the Kings, I was there for the whole run. Uh, and you remember they went to the finals and, what, lost to yeah, Montreal. 13, yeah. So yep. uh, I remember, and it really did change. You know what? The one thing that I remember uh, about it, strangely enough, was they started having, like, um you know because most people in california don't play hockey at all like zero and then they started playing roller hockey they started yeah, popping yeah, yeah, up yeah. roller hockey leagues all over the beach remember the mtv had like a beach roller hockey league going i saw it an became...
8: episode of baywatch recently scotty they were playing roller hockey hey now,
3: hey now. <laughs> i like when pam plays roller hockey uh moving on
8: uh what did He's you think of it the Steelers? It back to vancouver pamela anderson from Vancouver,
3: yeah, discovered
8: go. little little trivia for people Pamela Anderson was discovered at a BC Lion football game. Actually, she's sitting in the stands at a BC Lion football game, and some pervert model agent type thing goes. <laughs> on. I, love how, I was in the stands, so some dude went up to her. One of those, yeah, here's my card, I'll make you a star type of deal. Well, and she got like a Labatt new billboard locally, and the rest is history. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it sure is history and plenty of it. Uh, what'd you think of the Steelers last night?
8: Once again, huh? I don't know, like you know you talk about a football team. I don't know how they're five and three, but they're five and three. Bill Parcell says you are what your record says you are. So I guess they're a five and three football team. I don't think anyone fears them, but listen, Matt Cannon on the sidelines. You know, I saw people making a big deal. Well, you know, Matt Canada really provided a spark on the sidelines. What are you talking no, about? He didn't. No spark? <laughs> <laughs> no spark. Like he beat the Tennessee Titans, man. Like scored twenty points. Let's 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 slow down on the spark. But what I really like from a pause, and listen, the defense is great, Scotty. Uh, TJ Watt's just unbelievable. But what I really think, and I'm sure you you would agree with this, being a Steeler fan, Deontay Johnson, big difference when you have him healthy on the football field, and another no option. doubt. Pickens is that big play guy, but you need a guy that, you know, I need seven yards. I need, you know what I mean? That quick little slant, boom, 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 bing. He was getting open. Really, really, really will help. um, It will really, really help out the quarterback, Kenny Pickett, in my opinion, having Johnson back. And we saw it did last night.
3: So uh, Notre Dame Clemson tomorrow in Death Valley. Who do you like there? Let's look at some of these uh, big games.
8: Wow. I guess if Clemson doesn't win, it's the it's the it's the fans' fault, according to Dabo Sweeney. It's, you know, yeah. it's your fault. It's people like you. <laughs> it's people like you. That's why you know. Yeah. That's why it is what it is. This is like an all-out absolute must-win for the Clemson Tigers. I think they get it done here. They need this. Dabo needs this. Like it, it, he gets it. They they finally win a football game that's somewhat of important, but whatever. The season's already shot. It's not my my top game. I've given up on Clemson, but I do think Clemson are the play here. Yeah, I don't know. Uh,
3: they suck, and Notre Dame doesn't, and so I got I got a little bit of hesitation there. Bedlam for the last time. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State uh, in Boone Pickens. Oklahoma laying six at that place is a den of iniquity.
8: Uh, We've got to be taking the underdog here in this football game, especially. Listen, man, they've been playing every year since 1910. Every <laughs> year since 1910. 113 years of tradition just burnt, uh, gone. And mostly because of Oklahoma, actually. Oklahoma State wanted to keep the rivalry going despite whatever conference anybody was in. And pointed out, like, they said, look, Iowa State play each other. Like, you don't have to be in the same conference. We can make this work. Oklahoma seemingly doesn't want to make it work. That's just extra motivation uh, for Oklahoma State in the last bedlam ever. Listen, it hasn't gone well for Oak State over the years. We know this. And Oklahoma are going to want to run them into the ground on the way out just as a goodbye present. But I think we have a close football game. I think we have a high-scoring football game.
3: That kid, Gordon, is unstoppable running the ball. Oklahoma State can really turn it out on the ground. Uh, Two other ones, Washington, USC, and LSU, Alabama.
8: Man, these are fun games. What a slate of college football uh, this week. USC and Washington, another similar situation. Lincoln Riley is sort of in a spot to dabble. Sweeney is not quite yet, obviously, but sort of getting there. The honeymoon period is over in Los Angeles right now. And I think now Trojan fans are sort of seeing the schedule next year and knowing, man, Caleb Williams is not going to be here next year. So one thing about USC, they only have one conference loss. So, like, they, you know, the sky is falling. Are they going to win the national championship? No. But they do only have one conference loss, and they play the Ducks next week. And then they play, you know what I mean, they got like a, a UCLA, they got a big time schedule coming up here. Right. I actually think they knock off the Washington Huskies here. Wow. I, I think they, we're, we're going to have another sort of 50 49, like the Cal game was last week 48 47. Whoever has the ball last wins. But I think Washington are losing, Scotty, at some point. If it's not this week, it's coming up. So, you know, Washington been on the ropes, bro. They barely got past ASU. Yeah. Uh, Stanford gave them all that they can handle. Like, I, the pressure's building on the Huskies. I think the Trojans and the overs to play. What about uh, Alabama, Bama at home? Yeah. Alabama. Only seven coaches in uh, in Nick Saban's career have beat them back-to-back before. And I don't think Brian Kelly's going to be one of them. Give me Bama.
3: Are you excited about the uh, NBA in-season tournament starting tonight? You look excited. I'm as excited
8: as, I'm as excited as Bones Highland of the Clippers that doesn't know anything about it when asked about his excitement factor. Why are they starting uh, it now? And, like, how is it the tournament's kind of to spread out through the next, like, huh like... how
2: about getting the players to actually show up and play instead of
3: i'll see you sunday at one o'clock for in-game live
2: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid
4: sportsgrid.com
1: You know,
3: BetMGM customers can receive a 25% increased odds boost token to use on an NBA wager. It's beautiful. A minimum minus 300 odds and max stake of 25 bucks. Sign into your BetMGM account to get the details. Go to BetMGM.com and just get the BetMGM app on iOS or Android in the Play Store. Open an account, start rolling. You're gonna be loving life. Get an odds boost token for an NBA play. I love it.
5: Gotta have it, uh, that's for sure. Plenty of NBA tonight. We'll get into it later, as you and Gabe were just saying. The uh, in-season tournament group stage play uh, begins tonight uh, with seven games. All right, let's rip through the NFL. We gave you Tyreek earlier. Now let's hear from Andy Reid. His thoughts uh, on facing Hill for the first time in Germany on Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, listen, I mean, he's a great player. I mean, that's the bottom line. And, um, you know, you might slow him down, but he he, uh, he was going to make plays somewhere. So, And, uh, that's you yeah, know, that's what makes him
7: the player he is. He's got speed, quickness, and he's smart. Do yeah. you see any differences in his game now from when you watch him on tape from when he was here? No, he's pretty
8: good. <laughs>
3: he's uh, really good Uh, that's the problem Uh, they didn't want to lose him Uh, if they still had him they'd be in the Super Bowl every year it's just that simple like Mahomes to Hill was money and now it's two at a hill I can't wait to watch that game believe it or not I mean I really don't like the breakfast at Tiffany 930 games to be honest with you Uh, but when they're this good I do
5: this is probably the best uh, Breakfast at Tiffany game they've ever had. Usually it's one good team and a bad team, two bad teams. To get two teams, six and two, highly anticipated matchup. People are going to be into it. Minus one and a half for Kansas City, 50 and a half the total in Frankfurt. Let's go up, up, up. and away. Can we get over this number here uh, on Sunday morning? You would think. And I'll tell you what, uh, they're
3: coming off a loss, an ugly loss where he was sick, Mahomes. I think they bounce back and find a way. I think they're a better team than the Dolphins, all parts included, etc. So I'm going to take Kansas City. But uh, look, this could be the AFC championship game. So enjoy it. And you might be seeing it again in January.
5: You may uh, see it, and then you might actually uh, finally get to see Tyreek Hill. He might get his wish and go to Arrowhead uh, if that game does happen in January. Next of our big matchups on Sunday, the Cowboys and the Eagles get together for the first time in Philadelphia. this is Sunday at 4 p.m. east we start with Dak Prescott on the importance of facing Philadelphia
6: uh it's got a, it's got enough meaning in the sense of who they are them being division having the success that they've had um, over the past couple of years uh, being a great team being great on offense and defense and uh, yeah which makes them obviously a Super Bowl contender um, but yeah, this, this rival has enough, even even when teams, I guess these two teams aren't this playing this well, uh, this, this game is still always one people look forward to, I damn sure do, especially playing in Philly. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's a great one. It's a great matchup. It, it, it,
3: it is, and you know, here's the one thing, uh, the Eagles so far uh, don't lose at home. Uh, they don't lose at the link. I think it's going to be a great atmosphere on Sunday afternoon. Uh, it could have easily been the Sunday night game. I think the Bills-Bengals is more delicious, in my opinion. I love the fact that I get to watch that, and then right after that, I'm going to watch the Bills game in in Cincy. But Philly doesn't lose at home. And all I know is is that Dak seems to have their number. What is he, 8-3 and three against them in his career? Uh, it's one team he's been able to somewhat manipulate I don't think, you know, look, we see where Philly is record-wise, and the the Cowboys aren't bad. What are they, like, 5-2? and So I think they have a shot in this game. Philly always seems to find a way, though, don't they, to win? And they are very difficult to deal with at the link.
5: They certainly are. Uh, Before I give you the numbers, of course, there's been a lot made of hurts uh, and how injured his knee is the last couple weeks. He looked pretty good against Washington last Sunday. Didn't run around uh, again as usual, but he did say he didn't want to talk about it anymore, Scotty, and uh, judging by this clip, he meant it.
7: I got to ask, any, anything new with the knee? Feel better, feel worse, <laughs> different? Anything okay that's what i thought
3: that, sure. guess not <laughs> i guess yeah i guess we won't that agree. went well for that guy
5: <laughs> that didn't go very well uh, i gotta ask uh you got no response minus three for philadelphia total flat 47 this is another one where i know we've had so many unders this year and we're like 68 percent of the games have been under i, I think we'll get some points uh, i think that both teams are going to score a little bit in this game in philly
3: yeah, I don't know. I, I think they're both so good defensively uh, that I think it's going to be the other way. But, uh, you know, I think the bet for me is still Philly at this point on Friday. I'm still Philly. I, you know, you want to take a shot with Dallas maybe as a better with that three. But I don't think it's smart. I, I still think Philly at home is dangerous.
5: If they dangled uh, a half at me, maybe I would take it, but I don't think they're going to do that uh, for us by the time Sunday at 425 rolls around. So it's going to probably be a flat three or nothing for that one. I'm with you on the Eagles. The next big game, as you said, you roll right into Sunday night and into Cincinnati where the Bills and the Bengals get together again. The Bills, of course, last time they were in Cincinnati, you had the incident with DeMar Hamlin. Thankfully, he is doing a lot better now. Bengals then a few weeks later destroyed the Bills in the playoffs in Buffalo. Let's hear from Joe Burrow, Scotty, on the Bills, coming into Cincinnati this
7: week. Yeah, the season plays out how it plays out. You know, we'd love to be 7-0, that's not where we're at. Uh, we just played our best game of the year and we're gonna build on it uh, and, and go from there.
5: Is there significance in getting a conference win against a team of this caliber at uh,
7: this point here? Yeah, we're gonna have to beat teams like this if we wanna get to where we're gonna get to. It's a, it's a great team with a great quarterback and a really good defense. Uh, team that obviously we played in the playoffs last year and we have a chance to play again. Uh, so it's going to be a fun one.
3: A couple things, uh, Mike, a uh, going back to like the Dallas game, uh, you know, uh, we talked to Warren Sharp about a lot of teases. Right. And so what I've found is I have a problem with it because I I'll do teasers and it's hard to hit both sides of it. Right. It, it eventually uh, I get burned more often than not when I'm teasing. Uh, It's easy to hit one of them, uh, and then you get the other one wrong, and you lose the bet. I find it sharper to just bet the games individually and not get involved in parlays. I got to hit four legs, three legs, or a two on a teaser. Sick of that. And it always happens. One side of it always fails. So I'm not interested. I'm going to roll the dice on Philly, and then I'm going to bet on the Bengals. And I don't agree with him. Uh, I do not believe the Bills have a great defense at all. Not even remotely great. They are average at best defensively now because of all the injuries. White, Milano, those two alone changed their entire defense. In fact, uh, I've been hearing about Von Miller for two years. Von Miller's a ghost. He hasn't done anything with the Bills this year. Their pass rush is non-existent, and you know it.
5: They got a lot of guys hurt. It, it's more than just White and Milano. Those are their two biggest pieces. Miller hasn't been the same this year. He was pretty good for them before he got hurt last year. Yeah. Uh, coming back this year off that injury, he has not been the same. He has made zero impact whatsoever. They're missing half their starters on I just don't see how they stop Cincinnati on Sunday night. Not if Cincinnati is going to play like they did in San Francisco. If Burrow's going to play like that and that offense is going to run like that, they're going to score 30 points against the Bills in this game. Yeah. And I'm not sure if the Bills are going to be able to match them. The line's weird, uh, to be quite honest with you, Scotty, because it went from last Saturday before the Bengals beat the Niners, the Bills were one-and-a-half-point favorites. Cincinnati was then minus three. Then they went down to two. Now it's down to minus one-and-a-half. I just don't see it. I, I don't see how the Bills are-, are winning this game. I know this is the NFL. We see strange things every week. But if you just look at how these two teams are playing the last four weeks going into this, I think it's going to be a bad night for the Bills. I really Listen, uh,
3: bet it now one and a half, so it doesn't get any worse because uh, I think you're right, and there's nothing else to say. The uh, the Bengals are the play. Lay the one and a half. They're playing great. The Bills, you have no idea what you're going to get week to week. You know, last week, uh, what, they beat Tampa, uh right was that what it was and they didn't cover 24 18 after around with them let them come down and have a hail mary which i mean honestly godwin standing in the end zone didn't even try to catch the ball it was right, it was a flip from him i don't know what he was looking at maybe he was seeing moths or something all i know is they had a shot and if they have a shot against buffalo what do you think the Bengals are going to do to him? Lay the one and a half since he's going to win this game by 10 or more.
5: Look, that being said, uh, obviously, I'm not I'm not betting Cincinnati. I'm not betting the game. I'll, I'll be big smile on my face if the Bills somehow won this game on Sunday night. I'm obviously rooting for the Bills, but I don't see it whatsoever. I don't see them winning this football game. It will surprise me and shock me uh, if they give me a moment here on Sunday night in prime time. Lamar Jackson has a great record. Against the NFC, Scotty, as the Seattle Seahawks come to Baltimore this week, he honestly doesn't care. Though uh, he just wants to beat every team that gets put in front of him.
4: I think you're up to now 17 and one NFC look.
5: teams. Is there
6: oh. any? It explain
5: that.
1: It looks like an <laughs> No,
6: We're playing football
7: it is. It's not about NFC or AFC. I'm trying to win regardless. I don't even want to put that in my head or let you finish that question. <laughs> we good. <laughs> we good. I think it was more about the fact that maybe... No. <laughs> no don't try to, don't try to <laughs> take his question.
3: My problem is uh, I think he's the coolest guy in the NFL, bar none. And uh, he's my worst nightmare being in the North. I'm a Steeler yeah. fan. I can't stand him, but I, I think the world of him as a person, as a player, uh, I think he's the coolest guy in the league. He's the most entertaining guy in the league. Uh, he's fun. Every time he talks, he's cool and he's funny and he's affable. Uh, I think he's awesome. I wish he was my quarterback.
5: The Ravens are six and two. the Seahawks are five and two. Ravens minus six flat 44 total uh, Seahawks are they're tough I know that Lions went in there a couple weeks ago and they got blasted Scotty I, I don't see that with Seattle this week uh, I think I'm taking the six with the Seahawks Ravens probably win but I think I'm going to take the six with Seattle it's
3: just screaming at you to take the six right like I'm I'm like oh my god how do you not take that six it's just sitting right there for the taking right like I think Baltimore's, you know, good, and so is Seattle, okay? So, you know, I've been hearing about the Niners, and everyone kisses their ass all day. Uh, Seattle's in first place, okay? Take a look. So they're dangerous, and Pete Carroll's a good coach, and I think Geno's a good quarterback. I think he's smart. I think he's turned into something in Seattle that he never was in New York.
5: I agree. Uh, I think that they're going to show up and give him a game on sunday all right we will come back uh we still have several games to get through including uh the browns and the cardinals deshaun watson is going to start for cleveland on sunday uh we've got to talk about the bears and the saints or at least uh, give you the number for it minnesota and atlanta but we'll do the sharp report when we come back on the Colts and the Panthers, uh, Scotty, we'll have our man Warren Sharp talking about it. Yeah, you wonder
3: if they can win another one after they won last week. I hit that at plus a buck 58 outright over the Texans. And uh, let's see if they can get another one Let's take a look at the Colts and Panthers with the sharp report.
7: With a new offensive coordinator last week, the Carolina Panthers came in and made a number of changes off the bye. And I think some of these changes are gonna have an impact this week also in helping them against the Indianapolis Colts. They first went to basically 100% 11 personnel. So they weren't substituting different personnel groupings on and off the field. They were 79% uh, 11 personnel prior to last week's game where they went to 100%. They also basically just had Young in shotgun the entire game, 96% shotgun rate. So they were mostly shotgun 11 personnel and made life a lot easier on Bryce Young from a quarterbacking perspective. In addition, one of the things that they were doing offensively was they were throwing the football significantly more outside of the numbers. Prior to this game, they were throwing the football outside of the numbers only 47%. In this game, they went up to 65%. That's by far the highest rate of passing the football outside of the numbers. It's ahead of teams like the Pittsburgh Steelers and the L.A. Chargers and the Seattle Seahawks. 65% is even higher than those teams. That is one area where the Indianapolis Colts defense struggles to cover wide receivers outside the numbers. They rank number 31 in success rate, number 30 in EPA per attempt, and number 27 in yards per attempt allowed, two passes through outside the numbers passes inside the numbers they rank number 19 in EPA and 18 in success rate so this is just a slightly below average defense dealing with those passes between the numbers but when you throw outside the numbers significantly worse I think this change is going to actually help them a lot more this week against the Colts than it did last week against the Texans all
3: right warren good stuff uh mike are you buying the panthers winning back-to-back games i know uh frank reich uh certainly has his imprints in indy and now in uh carolina i'm on the panthers plus two
5: and a half outright win over the colts